What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, y'all. My name is Abby Wilson. I serve as the Director of Guest Services at New Vision. I am so happy that you are joining us today. We have started a new podcast series kicking off this new year last week going through the book of Mark, one of the one of the gospels in the Bible. This is a sermon series that we're going through at New Vision. It's going to take us all through the spring, all the way to Easter. And so we are able to go verse by verse on this podcast and, and kind of track along with the scripture and really dive in. So like I said, I'm so glad you're joining us. We are only a week and a half in if you're listening to this live. So I'd encourage you, if you're not up to date, go back and listen and, and catch up and know where we're at in Mark. Where we're going to be in scripture today is actually kind of like right in the middle of a day. So I just want to remind you of yesterday's, um, the context of where we're at. That way, um, when I start reading today, you know what's happening. So in in yesterday's podcast, um, Jesus went, it was the Sabbath, and he went to the synagogue and was teaching. Um, and he he healed a man that had an unclean spirit. Um, and so so when I pick up in the scripture reading today, it is that same day. So I just kind of wanted to remind you of where we were yesterday. Um, today, I'm actually going to be reading, um, this is going to be, it's just a few verses in, in the book of Mark, still in chapter one, and it is verses 29 through 34. And I'm going to be reading this from the ESV, which is my, um, this is my personal Bible. This is my favorite version. Um, it's a word-for-word word translation, and so when it comes to studying and digging into Scripture, this is this is just my personal favorite. So that's what I'm going to be reading from today. Again, it's Mark chapter one, verses thirty-nine through, I'm sorry, verses twenty-nine through thirty-four. So let's let's dig in together, starting in verse twenty-nine. And immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law lay ill with a fever, and immediately they told him about her. And he came up and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sundown they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed by demons, and the whole city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. So again, just five verses today, but there's there's a lot packed in here. So let's kind of dig in again. Where we're picking up is it's the Sabbath. Jesus has been teaching in the synagogue. He had healed a man with an unclean spirit. And then it says, and immediately he left the synagogue and he entered the house of Simon and Andrew, which if you remember, um, these were the first two disciples that Jesus called. He saw them fishing um, and he he said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. That's where we get that scripture from. And they immediately followed him. So that's whose house we enter is Simon and Andrew. And with Jesus are James and John, the second two men that that Jesus called. They are the, the sons of Zebedee. And so Simon's mother-in-law, as it says, is, is laying ill with fever. And, and they told Jesus, you know, she's sick. Um, and he came and he took her by the hand and he healed her. And then she immediately began serving them. And then throughout the day, we see that the town kind of lines up at the door and and anyone who's sick or it says oppressed by demons, Jesus starts healing them. It says he, there were various diseases and he, he cast out many demons. 
what I notice in this scripture is that Jesus met people where they were. There was a sick mother-in-law. He healed her. There were various diseases. He healed them. There were demon-possessed people. He cast out the demons. Whatever was going on in the lives of the people that Jesus came to heal, that's what he healed. He met people where they were. That was his mission. He came to the world to heal. And while on earth, while what we see in this scripture is he healed physical needs. There were diseases, even the demon possessed, you know, these were people that that were not in control of themselves. I'm I'm chuckling because that's something we say to our son all the time. You need to be in control of yourself. And so um those there were physical needs that Jesus healed while he was on earth. But also in his crucifixion, in his death, in his resurrection, he healed our souls. He provided healing for eternity. So while we're reading about the physical healing that Jesus did while on earth, this was all part of the plan for the eternal healing that he provided for us. The other thing that that sticks out to me in this is that Jesus makes use of his time on earth. He did not let a minute be wasted, it doesn't seem. I've I've noticed that every time I read through the Gospels, regardless of what book, it seems um, that, that between the time of Jesus's baptism, which he was around 30 years old, and then his crucifixion around 33 years old. So he had a, approximately three years of ministry on, on this earth. The closer he gets to crucifixion, it seems, the more he's doing it. It ramps up. His life ramps up because he knows that he's on this timetable. He he made use of his time. He knew what the end date was. And so he made use of the time that he was given to minister to people. And, you know, he didn't allow the law. So what we're seeing here is, is and what he is going to be convicted of is... Um, of, of saying who he is. Um, but also, you know, Jesus routinely, <laughs> because he met people where they were, he broke this law of working on the Sabbath. Um, and that's what we see here. We see that it was the Sabbath. He was in the synagogue teaching, and then he's in this, the home of Simon and, and he is healing people. What Jesus didn't do is he did not allow the law to dictate his ability to help others. Now, don't hear me say this. What I am not saying is the Sabbath isn't important. That's not what I'm saying. It's very important. We we are given a day of rest. That's something that God models for us in creation is is how to rest. Um, However, when Jesus was on earth, his mission is people. People were the mission of Jesus, healing them, teaching them, and, and making a way for them to have eternity with God people were Jesus's mission. And so while while I'm not saying that you push aside the laws and the commandments that God gives us, people are the priority. Souls are the priority. Saving lost people was Jesus's priority. And so he did not allow anything to get in the way of doing the will of his father of what he was sent here to do. Something else I want to point out, this is at the very end. Um, it's the last sentence of of the last verse we read today. So in verse 34, it's talking about he healed many who were sick with various diseases. And then it says, and cast out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. Again, Jesus knew his timeline on earth. He knew 
he knew when he was going to come. He knew um, when his ministry was going to start, and he knew the day of his death. He knew when it was coming. And so he, Jesus's priority at this time is to kind of work undercover. I'm using air quotes when I say that, um, because he doesn't need to be arrested yet. That's not the timetable. And so we see this, we see this right here where it says the demons knew Jesus. Um, they knew who he was. In fact, we see that um, in in yesterday's scripture where where the demon calls out and says, the demon calls him, you know, the Holy One of God. The demons know Jesus. They know who the Lord is, but he doesn't want them to speak that out because then that makes public and then he can be arrested for that. And so Jesus is kind of working in the shadows a little bit. We see him um, in multiple times in in the miracles that Jesus performs, it's like they're almost about to get him and he slips away or they say, who did this? And he has slipped out of the room or, you know, he just, he's, he kind of does the work of, of the father and then he walks away. He's not standing there to get accolades and to get recognition. He's there to do the work. Um, and that points back to what to what we see in this scripture. In just these five verses, we see how well Jesus uses his time, what he is here to do, which is to heal. Um, and and again, he knew the end date. He knew it was coming. And so, in saying that, my takeaway for today is to say, you know, we don't know how long we have. We don't know what our end date is. That could be. I mean, for me, I'm in my mid thirties. That could be another. You know, I don't know. Seventy years from now, if I live to be a hundred, um, but but it could also be tomorrow. We don't know what it is, and so how am I making use of my time? Is is what I'm saying and what I'm doing and what I'm spending my time on? Is it in the will of the Lord? Is it is it doing what the Father has commanded, which is to love well and to proclaim His name and to make His name known? Is that how I'm using my time? Is that how you're using your time? Whenever I'm whenever I'm sitting and and have idle, you know, idle time and I'm scrolling, is that the best use of my time or could I be engaging with my kids more and letting the light of Christ shine in that relationship? As I'm driving, you know, I'm trying to think of moments in my life where it's like, well, that's just free time. As I'm driving down the road and and I've got to be focused on that. Am I filling my ears and filling my heart with things that that bring praise to the Lord? Am I worshiping in those moments? Is the music that I'm listening to reflecting the posture of my heart or at least what I want the posture of my heart to be? Those are just some things that I'm that I'm thinking about with this is how am I using my time to best glorify the Lord? To, to make the best use of the time that He has given me because I don't know that end date. And so I want to make sure that I am I'm using my time well, that I'm investing in people well, that I am that I am letting the light of Christ shine well through my life. And so I challenge you in that today also. Think about how you're using your time. Think about the things that you need to maybe make a new priority in your life for. Think about how you are reflecting Christ in what you do, even in the mundane tasks. Are you reflecting Christ well? I really hope that you'll join us back tomorrow as we continue on in chapter one of Mark. And again, we're just getting going in this study. So I'd encourage you to to track along, read along, grab your Bible, 
open up the word of God and and dig in for yourself and see what you can learn. I hope you'll have a great day and be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.